Hey there, and welcome to the Smila Unedited Podcast, where the content's made up and the ums don't matter. We started this podcast because we wanted to make fun a priority in our lives, and we want you to come along with us. I'm Lila, wife, mom, brand and web designer, and founder of The Forge. And I'm Sam, WordPress developer, military spouse, mama, and solo dance party lover. And we're Smila. Get it? Sam and Lila. Reminding you to go have fun. I emailed her today, and I was like, so because she hadn't responded to my whole like text mm-hmm. styling thing uh-huh. and I wanted to basically fill her in on like what you and I have been talking about essentially and then also like my own creative breakthrough that I feel happened last night uh-huh. so I was like I was I basically just explained like Lila and I are going to be like massaging this and like we're talking through the whole process and everything and I was like the thing with like websites is that it's very much like an artistic process like you you have a bunch of ideas and then you edit and you peel away until you get like the final perfect product and that's happened on every single very successful website I've ever built yep like it starts off kind of crazy mm-hmm. and then we edit it down and refine it and then it comes out you know looking amazing so and then it's like oh we like not quite not quite not quite you keep peeling away layers I love that description and then you're like yeah (laughs) right and that's a like that's a good thing because at the heart especially from the website side at the heart of it is like how simple can you make it while still being interesting yeah totally I love it yep I'll play it and this is episode 17 right yeah that sounds right let me double check though. Wow. 17 episodes. Can't believe it. Look at us. Who'd have thought? <laughs> oh no, we have 666 plays. <laughs> oh my gosh, someone listened to the podcast right now. You have 78 cents though, so that's pretty cool. Whoop whoop. Yeah, it's 17. We are big ballers. <laughs> B-A-B. Big ass ballers. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert and I have been coming up with like little acronyms for just everything lately. And then, you know, we'll like call each other something, you know, like I don't, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but it's really funny. And I'm enjoying it. I know. That was a cool story for a moment. What are they called? Dang, (laughs) Lila. What are they called? Acronyms in the army or the military, I mean? Oh, yeah. TLAs. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And cool story, bro, is an acronym, right? We already talked about this. CSB. CSB, yep. Yep. So you texted me this morning and told me you were inspired. So tell me what's inspiring you and why you woke up happy on Friday. Oh, yes. I, I, I guess I should give a little backstory. I feel like I've just been in this like creative slump, as you know, because I've been messaging you about it. Um, and not even just that. It's an, it's an energy thing. Um, I was talking to my business mastermind yesterday and it sounds like everybody kind of has been feeling that way this week. And I think just talking to different friends and family, I think we might be at like a wall right now. Um, and hopefully we'll get past it and, and I'm already feeling better. Um, but it just feels like everything is really hard right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like walking through mud because you can't go do anything or the things that I would normally be doing, I can't go do those things, um, which are also places that I find creativity because it gives me a, t- a space and a chance to get away from whatever I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stinks. Like I, I like to go downtown and like go get a coffee or go get ice cream or do those things either by myself or with the family. Um, and it's just like not possible, which I was talking to Gilbert about this yesterday and 
we were just like, we have to kind of let that go right now, let go of what can't be and just embrace what can be. Um, so that's how I've been feeling just like, I don't know, slow and low energy. Um, but yesterday as we were feeling that way, we were like, okay, we need to like stop this. We actually tried to go to the grocery store. We couldn't get in because we, we weren't, we didn't have masks. And so like that had started the day off really bad. Um, but then we decided to go to our favorite trail. And I think it was like six o'clock and I went biking with AJ in the trailer part of the bike. And then Gilbert went running behind me and we just were outside for like an hour and a half getting in some fresh air, listening to music or a podcast or whatever we were listening to. And then I feel like when we got back, we were just kind of recentered. And so that really helped. So then when I woke up this morning, I just felt more like inspired and creative because I got out of, out of this space. So that was the big thing for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, for those of you who are listening back and aren't like current on the podcast, this is week, what, five or six of quarantine? Where are we at, Sam? I think we're at six, possibly. It feels like it's been forever. Mm -hmm. um, seriously, because we're already, what, two weeks into April? and Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, and I think for us it started, like, beginning of March. Yeah, so we'd be on six weeks, six weeks in. Um, and we're a little bit less affected in Wyoming just because we can go places. Like, we can – they're not patrolling the streets, first of all. <laughs> they're not, like, banning you if you don't have a mask. But, like – there's like so much rural land that you can just go walk and never see anybody. Um, so there's, there's less regulation here just because there's less people um, and there's more space to stretch our legs. Um, but yeah, I too enjoy like walking. We have a cute little downtown. It's like Main Street USA and there's like a couple ice cream shops, a couple coffee shops and like little stores you can go in and all of those are pretty much curbside delivery only. Um, but it is a fun thing, especially as spring rolls around because it's very cold in Wyoming until pretty much now like we are potentially having snow this weekend it's nice to when it starts to get warm to go take walks downtown and like everyone starts to wake up and it's kind of like this spring experience and so it's been hard to not participate in that in like the city area of where we live um and so yeah I think I think it's like the newness of like oh we get to stay home and have fun and do whatever we want with our time and binge watch a bunch of things is kind of wearing off and it's become totally like, the normal thing <laughs> Yeah. Now we're all like, oh, this is this this has its ups and downs and now I'm like ready for a change. It's funny yeah. how resistant we are to change, but then how much we you know, like need things to be kind of consistently changing and consistently um inspiring us in different ways. Yes, I totally agree. Okay, I have two things to say actually. <laughs> the first thing is that you said when spring rolls around, mm -hmm. and I must be hungry because I heard spring rolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's really funny. My I'm stomach started growling. I'm ordering Chinese takeout. <laughs> yes, I do it. <laughs> and then the other thing is that um, my mom, who is an avid listener of our podcast, by the way, hey, she was telling me that I know, like, hi, hey, mom. <laughs> she was telling me that my siblings um, who love video games, and as you guys probably know, because I think I've talked about this on the podcast, my youngest sibling is like 11. So I've got like a lot of younger siblings that are still in school. So they're out of school right now in California. And she was like, they don't even like want to play video games anymore. We're just like done. Yeah, they're bored with like the thing that they would come home from school and do every day. So yeah. that's the state of it. That's and the variety. Of it. Variety. It's the spice of life. 
It is. Yeah, it is. And it's like those, it's the forbidden fruit, right? It's like mm-hmm. the things we can't do. Oh, we can't have. Like, yep. Yep. There's been a couple groups in town who've like parked it in parking lots and done the whole like tailgate conversation thing. And I thought that was a fun way to like combat things where you're just yeah, like, sure. I'm going to stay in my own space, but I'm going to see you across the parking lot and we can yell at each other. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I think in South Carolina, they banned groups of more than three, which I just think is so crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That's just so bizarre. But then they had to specify, they had to go on the news and specify, listen, if your family is more than three, we're not going to arrest you. (laughs) You're like, we got to take one with us, buddy. I saw that because when they, even when they made it down to 10, like big families were like, well, Johnny, you got to get out of here. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yep, <laughs> gotta cut out some of the family, or you have to split up. Yep, yeah. that's rough. The good news is, though, I did a little bit of research, and we are like flattening the curve, so it's helping the load on like the hospitals, and Yay. so it, it's making a difference, which is way encouraging. Because if it wasn't, I would be like, "Why are we doing this?" <laughs> right. Yeah. So good job. If you're listening to this and you've been staying at home, thank you for that. And if you are listening to this and you are a person that is essential or is going into a hospital, thank you for what you're doing too. Just wanted to shout that out. Yeah. I told my nurse friend who uh, has been working pretty, like she hasn't been working extra, but she's still like in the midst of it all. She's like, I told her, (laughs) I was like, thank you for going to work every day while all of us get to stay home and binge Netflix. So what have you been doing in the midst of the creative slump? That is fun. So, I mean, I mentioned on the last one that we'd been playing that Overcooked game, which I really like. We did end up finishing the Harry Potter series. Which nice was work. Awesome. In yeah, like I know, one I week. Really proud. So fast. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I was breaking down the numbers because there's eight movies. To clarify from the last episode, there's seven books and eight okay. movies. Okay. Um, but the, so there's eight movies. I think we paid three ninety nine for each on Amazon to rent. So it's thirty two dollars. And if you think about that, that's like cheaper than going to one movie with yep. a family of three. So pretty proud about that. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been doing. I've been. I think I've just been like this week in particular, not doing a lot of fun things, which is probably related to the creative slump because I've been stressing out about work unnecessarily. By the way. Typically how I am, I just like give myself due dates that don't matter. Um, you know what I mean? Like you just yep. like self-imposed deadlines yep. that stress you out, yep. which doesn't make sense. Nope. But you tell me what you've been doing and I'm going to think a little more and think if I have been doing anything fun because there's got to be something. Okay. So um, I recently downloaded Words with Friends again. Now I played Words with Friends a long, long time ago and it was new and it was like Scrabble, but online. And it was like... Mm-hmm. I, I think my things is like a uh, player since 2011. So it's been a long time. Um, OG. OG of the words with OG friends. OG words with friends. I think I played on my iPad because I didn't have an iPhone at the time. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I've been playing words with friends. And let me tell you, there's something very satisfying about using all seven letters to spell <laughs> a word. And like when you get like that little badge that's like 30 plus or 50 plus, you're just like – Yes, I am the Scrabble master. So I've been having fun. I think I have like nine games going right now with random people. You've got one with me. And Yay. with you. Yes. Yeah, which is so fun. I didn't, they, they've added some updates for sure since I played, because I also played um, when I was in college, which was like 2011. So they've added updates like the mini game things, which I think is so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been playing those? Those are like, they, a little like bit. 12 challenges a day. 
Yeah, because you'd think with nine games, I'd have, like, consistent people coming back for their turns, but they just take forever. So, yeah, I've been playing the mini games while I'm waiting for people to get back. Yes. Actually, when I was going to – when I was, like, inviting you to play a game, I think I saw on, the, on there that there's, like, a fast play one. So I'm assuming that has, like, a timer, which I agree, like, let's make a time. Let's sit down and play this game. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it takes, like, days. We get on Skype at the same time. <laughs> yes. Do people Skype use Zoom. Skype still? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that meme. I mean, I know it's I know it's coronavirus and the coronavirus is not funny, but the the meme with like who started who's behind coronavirus and it's like a Scooby Doo <laughs> meme and they're pulling off, off the, the head mask. of the person <laughs> and under the mask is Zoom. Yeah. I don't know why I said Skype. I said Skype like when you when you say I'm googling something, but you don't mean you're mm-hmm. actually going to Google, you're just searching something on the internet. Like I googled on Netflix kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, but maybe you were like going blessed from the past because you were talking about playing this game in 2011 when Skype was like all the rage. True, and that like that that Skype sound is so unique. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think it's changed though because I feel like on Reply All that podcast um, mm-hmm. I really like mm-hmm. they call people through Skype and it's got like a different sound. It's like more fancy, more like sophisticated. Yeah. Okay. Do you keep up on Reply All? Like, do you listen to every episode? Yep, I just haven't listened to the one from yesterday. Okay, so the one where they're trying to figure out the song. Yes, I loved that episode. That was so good. We loved that episode. So this guy, like, remembered the lyrics and the melody to this song he heard from, like, the 90s or something. And it sounds kind of like a Bare Naked Ladies song, and it kind of has, like, different vibes of different bands. And he, like, he, like, got his musician friends together to like write rewrite the song that's stuck in his head and they can't find it anywhere and it's so interesting the episode is so good <laughs> and i liked how it ended song, too the the funny thing was was i heard the song and i was like this sounds so familiar but i don't mm-hmm. know why <laughs> yeah better than a boom you listen to 99 invisible no Okay, 99% Invisible is one, probably one of my top favorite podcasts. It's like a design podcast, but not like, not just like graphic design. It's like design of the world. Um, and the concept is like 99% of design is invisible because it should be functional um, and you shouldn't notice it. Um, but he talks about, he he did a, a recent podcast where it was just like a walkthrough of his day, which was super interesting. Um, and he like talked through washing your hands and how to do it for 20 seconds and he sung that song and didn't say anything about it just kind of chuckled at the end and it was a total easter egg for reply all (laughs) that is so cool yeah it was super funny and zach and i were like wait a second wait a second that's the song (laughs) (laughs) i think that they did that in an in another like in another one of their own episodes they like played that song in the beginning of it kind of like a, a nod to it yeah, yeah, it's super good. I won't spoil the end because it is totally worth listening to, but right. you have to listen to it. 100%. Yeah, Reply All, one of definitely one of my top favorite podcasts because that's one of those ones that has like nothing, it's not like educating me necessarily on uh-huh. like work stuff, but sometimes it does educate me about like general internet usage, yeah. which yep. I think is cool. But it's just more interesting, like almost like internet conspiracy theories, which I think <laughs> is really fun. Hello Internet yeah. kind of borders on that too. I like that one as well. Ah, that's cool. I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. You know one. what? Uh, so speaking of songs, have you heard the song that's like, it's called The Box. It's a really bad, like, like the lyrics are, are horrible. Like don't listen to it for the lyrics, but you might've seen the memes about like windshield wipers. Cause the song goes, ee, ooh, 
Have you heard this? Have you seen the memes? I don't you know what I'm talking think about? so. No, I have no oh, idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So the when I first heard the song, again, like that is literally what it sounds like. It sounds like windshield wipers, like trying to wipe off rain. Um, but there's all these memes created about it where like people are like opening and closing a fridge door or they're like, I, I there's this meme slash TikTok that I've seen is the funniest probably. It's like this guy on a, a mirror and he's like wiping the mirror and yes. it's like like artist and then he's wiping the mirror and then it's like producer and then there, he's like oh excellent you know excellent song <laughs> it's just great okay have you seen the video i think it's the it's the usher song i don't remember which usher song right now but they do like the oven squeaking and it's like uh, 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 uh. oh <laughs> is it a newer usher song no it's well i mean newer what do you mean newer well, that song that I was talking about came out, like, at the end of last year. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, this was, like, in the early thousands. And it's the mom with, like, she, she, I think she, like, grabs the towel off the oven and starts, like, spinning it around. Embarrassing mom and her squeaky oven go viral to there Usher's you go. song. Yep. You should play it. Oh, it's Yeah, the song. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> She's like dancing around with a towel. Yeah, and then the daughter, her like, daughter, hands <laughs> in her face. <laughs> Just totally embarrassed. That's so funny. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> but there's the there's the trend that went around maybe like the first or second week of quarantine where people are like playing like their brooms like trumpets. I don't know what song it is, but they're like all in the kitchen <laughs> using like like the cupboards as percussion, and it's great. It's bringing the world together. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say, I think TikTok right now is like the perfect thing for people because I, I'm seeing a lot of creativity. I still haven't got on the actual app mm-hmm. yet, but um, like I love watching the compilations on YouTube and there's a lot of like, I don't know, just like setting up different pots and pans and then like bouncing a ping pong ball into a uh-huh. cup like super far away. And I just, I get really invested because they'll show all of the times when the, it doesn't get in and I'm like, right. oh, oh. And then at the end I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we did that last night. <laughs> I love TikTok for like, and I'm not very good at it. I don't have the skill that like the the popular TikTokers have of like the short form, like they have 60 seconds to like get you hooked, to tell a story and to bring you like a super satisfying ending. And that is a skill that like I envy. Yeah. And it's it's so creative and and the best ones are like contemporary with oops contemporary with like the times you know like there's they're referencing something that's going on or like a meme of some other kind and those are the best in my opinion because I don't know just kind of brings you together but yes it's all about that satisfying ending of like oh it's so good yeah Zach could be TikTok famous if he didn't have so much like video stage fright like he like clams up on video he's not used to it and so Mm. um yeah, he gets like afraid, but he has the brain that can like, like take a current topic and create a meme out of it that like everybody cool. relates to. I don't have that skill like at all. It's like I get I memes. I feel funny. like it is a skill though. It totally is. Like you can you can cultivate it if you yeah. practiced. That's true. I don't know how you would practice, but <laughs> in front of the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine on video, but being funny on video is like a whole other thing. Like timing. And, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It also, I think it depends on who you're talking to as well, because certain like energies will elicit different kinds of like 
I don't know, responses, in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. I'm around the right crowd, I can be hilarious. If I'm around the wrong crowd, then I'm just boring. But then, like, the right comedy when you're alone in your house, like, is a whole different thing. <laughs> it is. It's And it's you can never explain it. There are, uh, there are just too many times when I'm just by myself and I, like, make myself laugh. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> no one can relate to me right now because this is just a me thing, I guess. And that's self-love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Have you been doing other things that are fun? Because I feel like you mentioned that in the beginning that you've been doing all the fun things. Yeah. So, you know, like my nail journey, I feel like started at the beginning of Smila. You need to track the nail journey. Yes. This is important. Yeah. So the stick on ones that have like the adhesive where you just like peel and stick, those are annoying because when you brush them through your hair, they get caught in your hair and you pull hairs out and it hurts. Um, The other ones that I've graduated to was the glue kind. Um, and those just pop off all the time. And that's, I feel like the, the glue was kind of like tearing my nails apart. Um, so I upgraded to the big pack of like tips with acrylic. That's like the powder and the, um, like the liquid. And I know they're worse for your nails, but my nails are already crap anyway. And they don't grow by themselves. Even if I I've had, I've not had nails for like years at a time and they still don't grow. So, um, I, I love them. It's been like two weeks and I still have perfect nails and I That's remember awesome. you can do it at home and I can do it at home. Right. And so everyone's like posting pictures of their nails all grown out. And I'm like, you all should just do it at home. It's not hard. <laughs> it does. However, stink up the house for like three hours. So just oh, wow. have do it in a well-ventilated room because my husband, like <laughs> I usually, I do it on Saturdays in the evenings. That's like my nail time. Um, and so he'll like go play video games on the other side of the house and like I'll have the window open and the fan on and the door open. So there's like a cross breeze. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love how there's like an entire setup and like a yeah. schedule. All right. It's mom's nail time. He, Everyone like, hang out with prepare. me because he's like, I'm going to get high on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Nail salons in general, like smelly and like nail products, but I guess, I don't know. It's part of the process. Yep. But yeah. So I've been enjoying so we that. should. I was going to say we should make a segment on our podcast called Nailed It, and that's when you tell us your nail update, your nail journey. Yeah, today they're gray because I got – so I had – I got the pack that has, like, white tips and, like, nail color tips, um, mm-hmm. and the nail color tips, they kind of show through, um, so you have to paint them. So mm-hmm. I painted them gray, but I was thinking the next time I go, like, get a new pack of tips and – powder I would get like a fun color because I pretty much <laughs> a little laughs at me because I only have gray nail polish black white and like a taupe color <laughs> she's like you should she's get like, like mom. pink mom <laughs> does she have nail polish um she just uses mine yeah I did that with AJ. Like she was using mine for a long time. Same thing. Um, But then I ended up finding these ones that are like peel off for Mm -hmm. kids. I don't know. It it doesn't quite stick on for forever, Um, but you paint it and then like you can literally just peel the entire thing off. And I think that's pretty cool. It just doesn't last very long at all. Yeah, that's great. So I'll usually paint hers too on Saturdays, but she like, they come off like the next day. So yeah. As soon as I paint AJ's nail, she like bites them. Yeah. Bites the nail polish off. I'm like, and if one gets messed up, like she wipes them all off because she's yeah. like, yes. messed up. <laughs> that's awesome for the future though, because having like chipped nails, I don't know. That's what that's honestly why I don't end up painting mine a lot because I'm just like it's too much it's too much upkeep and yep. if it if it is if they are chipped, like I, I do the same thing, I take it all off because I'm just yep. like I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I love the process of actually doing them. 
Like it's like a very centering process for me. Um, so do you listen to music or like watch something or are you just all invested in the nails? Oh yeah. I'll usually put something on or I'll do it like when, yeah, when we're like watching a movie or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. You haven't watched that Vivarium movie yet, right? No, did you? No, I showed it to Gilbert and he said he didn't think it looked good. But I'm like, what? It's like, I, I think it's probably, is it a book? Because if it's a book, it's probably a very good book. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I can, I could look that up. Um, yeah. It's very eerie. Like it looks like, it's not, it doesn't seem like a horror movie. I mean, maybe it no. is, but it's very like, Ooh, you have to be in the mood, you know? Yes. And that's the thing. He's like, oh, just watch it by yourself. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I need your moral support. Yeah, I will not be watching that alone. I need your moral support so I can fall asleep at the important part and then you can tell me what goes on and then I can, you know, find out later. Hold on, I just had someone ring my doorbell. Be right back. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so my sister just egged us. I got to put what like a doorbell ring in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so she left like six or eight Easter eggs outside our front door, like around our little yard. And a crate of mac and cheese pre-made that I can just pop in the oven, which I'm very grateful for. And then she added a note that was like, hey, you've been egged. And she said, don't be discouraged if you find an empty egg, because that's just a reminder that Jesus has risen. Oh, my gosh. So cute. I love that. I love that. That's so cool. Does does your sister live super close to you? Uh, We live like 20 miles away. So not super far. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, we've got the Walmart. So she's over here a couple times a week. Especially mm. now because we can't go across the border to Costco for groceries. And she's a caterer, so she needs, like, like bulk groceries. You can't go across the border to where? To Montana. Oh, did they shut down things? No, if you travel between the states, though, you have to quarantine for 14 days. Whoa. Yeah, they're definitely not doing that here. There was, like, a, in, in that whole, like, stay-at-home thing for South Carolina, I was reading through the, the rules, and it was, like, if I have a home in North Carolina, can I go there and go back? And mm-hmm. if I work in North Carolina, because I guess North Carolina and Georgia are the typical places people go to from here. Okay. Um, and it was just, like, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, everything's <laughs> a lot closer not- there, so that makes sense. It's, like, a two-hour drive to get to the border of Montana. Oh, I see what you mean. I get it. I get it. I'm a law-abiding citizen, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it's been cool because we have like a local farmer who does like deliveries and then uh, we've got like a raw milk. Um, we have a local, um, there's like a discount store, like a Benton Dent. I don't know if you've ever heard of those where it's like, um, they get like almost or expired food and then, or like bent up different like cans and stuff and they sell it for a super cheap, but she also partners with a local farmer who does like raw dairy milk. So there's like options and you can get that delivered. So there's options here for like local delivery, but like Thrive Market, Costco, like Walmart, we don't have any sort of Instacart like delivery right. from a store here. I have not been doing Instacart right now anyway, because we've been shopping mostly on at the commissary because it's just uh-huh. easier and more, I mean, because, because it's for like military, they are just making sure that they're, they're mostly stocked and they're very like strict about what you can and can't take. So for the most part, like we can get toilet paper if we need it. That's great. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know that Gilbert gave on when we uh, first started just chatting today and he like showed Lila, he's like, I've got gold. Cause he had just yeah. gone to the grocery store and he had toilet paper. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, I was going to say something though about all of that. 
Oh, I heard. So Gilbert was telling me, and this is crazy to me, that people are going onto Instacart. Do you know how it works, Lila, Instacart? Not really, no. Okay, so the way that it works is you you like put in your groceries, all the things that you want, and then you can leave a tip ahead of time for your driver. So okay. it's it's like a you can choose like different percentages, or you can type in an amount or whatever. Is and it then afterwards? Where, is it like Uber, where it's like independent people who yes, like our grocery delivery? Okay, so it's not like run by the stores. No, but but the way that it works is like Instacart for like that particular store like when you when you go onto instacart you like choose the store and then you see just that store stuff okay um but you're like paired essentially with a shopper and you can communicate with them it's actually really cool the the whole process Mm -hmm. i've been using it for about a year not consistently but it's very helpful if you're like solo parenting or you have younger kids and it's hard to go to the grocery store but not right now because it's crazy. Right. But anyway, um, you leave a tip in the beginning and then you can also leave a tip at the end and you can give a rating to the to the shopper. Okay. So Gilbert was telling me that he read something on CNN that said people were going into Instacart and they'd put all of their order and stuff and then they'd leave like a $50 tip. And it like pre-charges your card for mm-hmm. a certain amount of money. But then once they do the shopping and then you adjust your tip or you you know leave them some more at the end if they did a good job or whatever, um, it charges you the full amount. So you're not actually like fully charged in the beginning. Okay. So people were leaving like a $50 tip so that they would get their shopping done. Like someone would see, oh man, if I do this, I'll get a $50 tip. And then at the end, when their groceries were delivered, they'd lower it to zero. Zero dollars. Yeah. Can you believe that? Why is that even a thing that you can do? I feel like you shouldn't be able to take it away. You should be able to only add more. Yes, I agree. That's crazy. I'm like outraged, outraged at that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and during this time, especially where people are like risking their lives essentially yeah. to like go to the grocery store and oh my gosh, I just was like livid when I heard that. And I'm like, yeah. who are these people? Hopefully they like fix that loophole in their system. Yeah. I feel like that shouldn't be a thing you could do. I mean, Absolutely I guess ridiculous. if they like take forever or you're really dissatisfied with your service, but man, like, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have, I have opinions about tipping because, um, especially learning in Wyoming when we moved here, that waitresses will only get paid like they're allowed because it's a right to work state. State you can pay your waitresses like two bucks an hour, and yeah, then, that's how it is in Florida. Yeah, and then like they because they count your tips as a part of your salary. So yep. if you do crappy and people don't like tip you well, you don't get groceries for the week like that doesn't seem fair at all um and so i have still doing the service right like you're still delivering the food right and if you and yeah i have yeah i have all kinds of opinions about it because (laughs) going out to pay for someone else to serve you you should have enough money to also be tipping them like you shouldn't be going out if you can't afford to tip people and sister because yeah because of how it's structured like they don't eat if you don't tip them well and so i have a rule that i like i always tip even if they're bad and sometimes i'll tip more if they're grumpy because they obviously have something going on in their life that like oh you're so sweet i love like, that and i would never be a waitress i've literally had nightmares about being like a waitress of some kind and like remembering that this person over here wants ranch with her fries <laughs> you know <laughs> so okay strange. i have i have beef about waitresses though and a waiters and waitresses i don't like when they don't write my my stuff down because i'm like you're not going to remember and then it's going to be messed up and then i'm too polite to say something mm-hmm. so you're going to ruin my food <laughs> well, unless you're at a very fancy restaurant where they literally have the menu memorized then like yes, that's exactly cool. that's different <laughs> but when it's like an entire menu and you're at a fi- like you're at a table with 10 people and they yeah. don't write anyone's meal down I'm like someone's gonna get the wrong thing and we're gonna get upset (laughs) that is my qualm yeah (laughs) yep 
But then there's times just, where they do write down your order and they still forget the ranch for the true. side of fries. That's true. So very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I try and like try and see it from their perspective because like that's a sucky job and that's an in-between yeah, job yeah. for anybody. Nobody wakes up one day and says, my career is going to be being a waitress. Like very true. If you're working as a waitress, like you're on your way to something else and like that's, yeah, you should. Yeah. And if you're, and if you're a patron of a restaurant, like literally I'm tipping you extra money so that I don't have to go home and do my dishes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, which I will do that any day of the week right. if I have the money because <laughs> I don't like doing dishes. It's like a whole ordeal cooking food. It We've is. been doing a lot of ramen, and even yeah. that I feel like can get can get crazy because like we, I've got this recipe that I've been doing which is pretty cool, and it has a lot of vegetables in it. So that you got to chop the vegetables, you got to throw out the pieces you can't eat. Like there's a whole system and then you put the chicken on the pan and then you put the pan in the oven. And I don't have, um, what is that called? Like a one that you can take, like a pan you can take and put it in the oven. What is that called? Like a casserole dish? Oh, it's cast, oh, iron. Ca- cast iron. Yeah. I don't have a cast iron skillet. So I have to use another thing for the, the oven and it's just a whole ordeal. So I agree. Dishes and cooking. <laughs> it's a lot it is yeah cast iron pants will change your life though they're 100 worth it i bet we just got a dutch oven which is just like a really i think it's cast iron as well yeah we have um, maybe it's not camping. yeah it's so helpful and like everything cooks really well in it it's good for soup it's really big yeah yeah we have a dutch oven we can't use it on our stove though because we have like um like a flat glass top stove um oh but yeah, we love camp, like camp cooking. We're so good at camp cooking. I'm not a, I, I'm fine at cooking. I can cook. I hate it at home. But when we camp, I love it. It's so much fun. Okay, what is camp, what is camp, uh, camp cooking for you guys? Because for me, it's like hot dogs, grilling them over the fire. Like I love, there's nothing better than a like hot dog that has been grilled on the fire with like the little pokers. Like I don't care if it's burnt. It doesn't matter. It's so delicious. So camp cooking is, for us at least, is um, cooking over coals. Um, so we have the little like chimney and you put the coals in, you put paper under it, you light it. And then the coals, like, it takes like 15 minutes, but the coals all get super hot. And then you lay them on your like fire pit or your like one of those barbecues, like that's metal. Um, and then you cook over the coals. So there's something more like hickory tasting about the, the coal, like smoke and heat. Mm -hmm. Um, but so when we went camping in, we went camping between Teton and Yellowstone last, uh, two years ago and it was super duper fun. We went for like three days and it was over 4th of July weekends. We got to watch like, uh, fireworks in Jackson Hole. It was amazing. And we went with like some of our best friends and their kids. Um, super duper fun. We did like pie in the, um, the, uh, what? Iron pan. We did like pizza because you could do crust in the cast iron pan. Um, and then you like you do the crust, you flip it in the pan, and then you do like the toppings on the top of it. Um, oh. We did mac and cheese. We just like killed it on the cooking for that weekend. It was so <laughs> much fun. You could do all of these things at home though, couldn't you technically or no? There's something about over the coals though. And yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, I can do them at home, but. I don't know. There's something and like pancakes. So you do pancakes. You mix your yeah. batter in like a smoothie bottle, um, like a shaker bottle, mm-hmm. and then you can pour them out. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah, you can prep it all. And I don't know. There was just something super fun about it. I think probably because it was novelty. Um, yes, that's that's definitely what it is. <laughs> but it also there's something super satisfying about being able to feed your family with a fire. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about with like the hot dogs and like we would do, we have like this very small little grill thing. Uh Um, And it's like, you can cook everything on that. You can cook eggs. Like everything doesn't necessarily taste the way that it would at home. Like it's not all perfect, Mm -hmm. but it's, it is that like, we're hungry, we're outside and we're feeding ourselves. Like that's amazing. Yep. Yeah. I feel that way when I cook game meat too. We get a lot of game meat from friends who hunt and stuff. And I don't know, there's something about cooking up like a big slab of elk steak that just yeah. feels like, yes, I am human <laughs> and I can survive, <laughs> you know? Roar. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, um, being outside just in nature in general just like reminds you that you have like roots that you could go back to if you wanted to. I think that's why – and I, I know you're also minimalist. Like I think that's why I like the more minimalist lifestyle is because – like less is just, it just brings you to like your most human nature almost, which sounds yeah. super weird, <laughs> but it kind of does. No, it's good. It's like basic survival stuff and yeah, yeah. satisfying. Yep. Uh, I'm starving. Same. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens. We end up talking about food. I'm sure that the people listening to the podcast are like, okay, we're hungry already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have mean? you been doing anything? What's that, Lila? Sorry. Food and memes. That's all we talk about. <laughs> Yep, this is the food meme show and nails. Food meme nails. <laughs> not in that, not together in a burrito. Do you remember that episode? Yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, good times. Have has anyone listened to the I'm a burrito song since the last podcast? Shout out. Let me know. I have not. But I did do kids uh yoga. It was the Moana yes. themed one, the Cosmic Kids Yoga. I did that with my kids, which it was like an hour long. So I felt like I got a pretty good workout. And there's a lot. She doesn't do like a flow. She does like a sit down pose and Sorry. then a stand up pose and then a sit down pose just over and over again. Yeah, very true. <laughs> I'm like, this it's is not like calming yoga. <laughs> I'm Catholic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not just making fun of the Catholic Church. Um, yeah, we did the disco yoga. Lila, if you want like a good 12-minute workout, I was sweating my arse off. That's great. <laughs> no joke. Perfect time for my deodorant to kick in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, the butter deodorant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. You know how you were doing those brands before for like characters? Uh-huh. I feel like if you're ever in a creative slump yourself, you should do brands for like different household products. So mm. you can do one for, for deodorant that's like butter for your pits. No? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. No. I was trying to think of something clever to respond with, <laughs> like a butter brand, but I cannot think for the life of me think of a butter brand. Was it Kerrygold? Is that one of them? <laughs> uh, or, or a country crock. Country that's they- not even butter. That's margarine, but yeah. <laughs> It'd be like if Country Crock like also started making deodorant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So in the office, Michael at one point, you know, he burns his foot on the George Foreman grill. Yes. And he tells Pam, he's like, come rub butter on my foot. I have Country Crock. <laughs> that is referenced so, so many times in the rest of the show. Oh, I know. The the foot, the grilling of the foot. Yep. Uh-huh. It's so funny. I just love how he goes. I love the way that he's just so like sue me, you know? He's like, right. I wake up and I like the smell of crackling bacon. <laughs> and so I make it next to my bed and I stepped on it. Okay. And then I burned my foot. It's not that big of a th- you know, he's just like <laughs> oh, so, so funny. 
I love how his character develops through the show because at first he starts out as just like you're just like this guy's an idiot like he just has yes. no self-awareness and no like social awareness nothing but as it goes on it's really showcased in the murder mystery episode where like Jim talks at the end he's like sometimes when you're stranded on a boat in the middle of the ocean one parent's gotta row and keep <laughs> rowing and the other parent's trying to distract the kids with a game <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. So like, I love that episode. No, no, Jim, shut up. They need this. <laughs> yep. Gilbert and I reference that one a lot because of Andy. And yeah. he's like, he's like, like it's got to be more that. like Savannah. <laughs> Pour it out like molasses. Like, <laughs> since we live next there, to Savannah, you? so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. And people really do talk like that. I remember, well, this guy was from Alabama, I think. But I had a job in Florida. That was when I was doing structural engineering. Mm-hmm. And my boss just had like the best Southern accent. And he called me. He's like, it's Samantha. And I just like, really, it was, it was really cool um the accent but yeah (laughs) that's adorable I love it (laughs) I'm a big accent fan like I I think I've got decent accents the the part that I can't do is I can't distinguish between like Irish and British and you know French like I guess French is a little different but like there's a certain subset of like European accents that I just Mm -hmm. cannot get my head around so I have a friend in the UK and she's originally from California um so she has this weird like Californian Valley girl mixed with like I think Northern England she'll slap me if I'm wrong but she talks about the accents and there's like accents from different towns in the UK like it's so varied there's kind of like the northern and then like the modern like London accent like differentiations but there's like regional to like the city type accents so it's hard because they're all very different and some of the accents that are more northern sound more like Ireland because they're closer so like the dialect is like split so many different ways. It's really all about who you're around. Right. And yeah, it's funny because so listening, like we vox a lot. So I hear her voice a lot. If she's talking to us for like the day, she totally flips over to her California accent. But if she's talking, she, if she like goes and goes to church or goes like to work and then she comes talk to, and talks to us on Voxer, like she sounds more British but it's like she can't control it like she kind of can but like if she just like relaxes she'll just kind of mold to whoever she's been around the most <laughs> that's so cool yeah. oh I love that I, for when I was younger I really really wanted to have an accent I mean we all do right we all have our own way of speaking but I I am okay this is such a debatable statement I'm about to make <laughs> so just take it with a grain of salt everyone um I feel like in general, California, like people from California pronounce words more like fully. So I've always said, for example, you all, I will never say y'all. It's just like not in my nature. Uh Um, And I just feel like that's just like more of like the California dialect is like to speak with the words fully said. Like less conjunctions. Yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting, the whole difference. And so I've never been able to really nail an accent like if I wanted to have one for real, not just, you know, pretending uh-huh. um, because of that, I think even being around Southern people. Well, you've lived a lot of different places. So do you feel like you've picked up like anything? Uh, yeah. F- I mean, cause no. you don't necessarily, you don't, you're not like the Valley girl, California thing where it's like, oh my gosh, like you've lived in Japan and the South and all over. Yeah, so I don't think so. It kind of, I, I feel like it kind of just evens out if you've traveled a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go back to default or you just have your own way of speaking or something. Yeah. I don't know. 
there's even some dialect changes in from Wyoming to California. So like they say things like crick instead of creek and um, bag instead of bag. And it's funny to see because like a lot of people in Wyoming aren't from Wyoming. There's not a lot of natives here. And so it's funny to see like if I pick up words, certain words that Wyoming people say, but then like, I'm like, oh, that's a Wyoming people to, like thing to say. I can't say it like that. <laughs> so there's like a little bit of like my California pride getting in the way. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And I feel like that's my, that's my, um, my reasoning behind not saying y'all because right. I'm just like, I will not say y'all. I will say you all. I don't care <laughs> if it's annoying. I don't care if it makes it harder to write, if it makes it harder to say, I will say you all forever. Well, I can never remember how to write y'all. Is it Y apostrophe A-L-L or is it Y-A apostrophe L-L? Because I feel it's like- Y apostrophe A-L-L. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it written both ways. And so I'm like, which one is right? I don't even know. I think I say y'all, but only like in a funny way to like poke fun at the south. <laughs> Sorry, I had an intru- intru- <laughs> interruption. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Intruder. Um, AJ, honey, get down. One second. Sorry, AJ's screaming. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> Is it a happy scream or a bad scream? No, it's an angry scream. Yeah. We've been struggling with her yeah. this week. And I'm sure it like relates back to my creativity and all of that and just like feeling down myself. Yeah. But still, it's yeah, they pick up. They pick up on more than we realize, I think. Yeah. Do we want to end the podcast? Yes. We've gone along. Okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> and I'm like getting longer every time. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I think so too. But you know, we talked for like 30 minutes beforehand anyway. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to episode 16 of Smila. Uh, we're so glad you're here and we hope you enjoyed this new kind of like off the cuff kind of episode. Um, if you like it, let us know. If you don't, we can go back to our topical topics. Um, <laughs> but we're glad that you came along with this journey. Thanks for pursuing fun with us. And you can send us your ideas uh, for fun things you're doing in the midst of this crazy. Oh, is it 17? Oh, Sam just chatted me and said this is episode 17. Sorry, guys. Episode 17 of Smila. Thank you for being here for episode 17 of Smila. <laughs> We've done so many. We're just getting lost in the weeds. <laughs> But if you liked this episode and you want to share some of the ways that you're having fun, even if you're in shelter in place, uh, we'd love to hear. So go to smilopodcast.com forward slash 17, get the show notes from today and to, learn, to send us a love note and learn more about our other episodes. Woohoo. Do it, guys. Do it. And go have fun. Go have fun. Yeah, Lila. You go, girl. <laughs>